Hey, what's up? This is Delio coming to you with another episode of the Red Earth Podcast where I give my uncut opinion on different things from technology to music to relationships and a lot of different stuff. This is where I kind of give my input and review on different things. So this is my platform. And I just think I'll be transparent with you, the listener. This is something I'm trying out. Uh, a few close supporters and friends that said, hey, man, you should get a podcast. We all know Gary V. If you don't know who Gary V is, he's a very popular guy who content... Uh, creators watch for inspiration and instruction and they say that podcast is the way to go and I was very slow to the idea but I still decided to try it out anyway I still decided to try things out uh, I recently had issues with my YouTube channel and just a little bit of background about me I'm Delia I'm an independent music producer and artist and who so happens to have a YouTube channel and that YouTube channel on the platform has has made changes and that's something I'll wrestle with later on and talk about what kind of happened with that on another episode. I don't really want to focus on that because the topic that I do want to focus on is alt space, Burning Man, VR, and the future of spirituality. Now, this is basically something that I wanted to do quickly, even though it's before the time I actually released the episode, which will be this Sunday or Sunday today by the time you're hearing it. However, the situation with that is this, is that um, virtually, in virtual reality, I attended this Burning Man event. So let's break down what Burning Man is, because I think that's probably the, the biggest question. Because um, uh, one thing I saw in the first feedback of my first episode was Janky saying, hey, you know, you might want to give a little bit of background on what you're talking about because not everybody may be as educated as you are about it. And even me with this platform talking about Burning Man, I don't even know. And because of COVID-19 in 2020, a lot of numbers going on here, it was canceled. So they immediately took on the multiverse. What is the multiverse? We'll get back to that. So (laughs) let's break down what Burning Man is. According to Wikipedia, Burning Man is an event annually held since 1986 in the Western United States. Since 1998, the event has been located at Black Rock City, a temporary city erected in the Black Rock Desert of northwestern Nevada. The event is located approximately 100 miles northeast of Reno. The last summer event is an experiment in community and the art influenced by 10 principles. These 10 principles are radical inclusion, gifting, decommodification, radical self-alliance, radical self-expression, communal effort, civil responsibility, leaving no trace, participation and immediacy and the event gets its name from the culmination of this this is me talking we're off of wikipedia now is the symbolic burning of a large wooden effigy referred to as a man and what this thing looks like it looks like a big man-shaped structure that gets burned down every time um every saturday uh before labor day this has been going on since 1986. I didn't know about it. And to be honest, it felt like something that was really like, it was like one of those music festivals, which I've never been. And that's something I'd like to do. And I feel like I missed out on that. But then again, I didn't really have friends. Like We weren't talking about going to music festivals in high school where I grew up back in Beecher, Flint, Michigan. We didn't, we didn't talk about doing this stuff. Even in college, I had college friends like the first college I went to back in Flint, we were talking about music, going to music festival. They don't have the money. And at that age, I didn't even know how to really be independent on my own. 
or I didn't have the track record. And that it just that's a whole nother tangent. But back to Burning Man. So I knew about it. I've seen other uh, colleagues from college that I used to go to go to and talk about it and take pictures. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. It looks wild. It almost looks like kind of like a Mad Max sort of thing because you're out in the desert. There's no plumbing. You whatever you go out there, you got to You got to bring it yourself. You got to bring your own stuff out there. You can't go. You can't go just bringing, you know, going out there all willy nilly. Like you got to be ready for that because if you're not, you're going to be in for some. You're not going to have a good time, as they say. So that's Burning Man. All right. So how did I get involved in Burning Man this time? Because there is no physical location officially. And what's also interesting is that I saw some articles. Just as I did a Google search of people being upset at them burning stuff. But maybe we'll talk about that for another episode, depending on your feedback. So let's bridge the gap. How did I how did I intend Burning Man when there wasn't a physical event? Well, enter virtual reality. If you don't want know what virtual reality is, in a nutshell, virtual reality is the way where you can kind of you, you put on this headset and then you are immediately transported somewhere where you're not at. Wherever you look, that virtual reality is around you. If you're going to a park in virtual reality, you look around, you look up in the sky, you'll see trees, you'll see a fire going, you'll you'll hear sounds like wind, you'll see grass move, you'll see things around you, and you totally lose orientation as far as where you're at in the real world. Like you know you're in your living room, or you know you're in your studio, but you're interacting in the world with the world you're transported to. And because it's in the digital realm, you could be transported anywhere. You can be in outer space. You can be in the backyard. You can be in, in the old city. You could be anywhere. And I got into virtual reality because, or the way I got into virtual reality is because it finally became affordable for me to, to, to buy into virtual reality. Virtual reality was around for a long time, but it was a very high price point. So when Facebook released the Oculus Quest, the Oculus Quest is a fully self-contained virtual device. It has kind of like a cell phone computer in it that enables the viewer to put the headset on. You don't have to be tethered to a computer. You get two hand controllers. And with these two hand controllers that you hold in your hand, you can move them in the same natural way that you move your hands in real life. And with that, you can reach out and grab objects. You can grab things. It has a microphone on there so you can talk to people and it has speakers built into the headset so you can hear people talk back to you. And that's called the Oculus Quest. And that's what I had for a long time. And the games on there are okay. But what kept me coming back the most was the interactive games. Like they have this game on there called um, called Big Screen. In which you're sitting in a movie theater and other users are streaming full-fledged movies in there. And we're all sitting in there talking like we're sitting. And I thought that was cool. But the problem was, was that you're, you're confined to a seat. You can sit in any seat in the theater long, as long as someone else isn't sitting there. And you can sit there and, and watch movies and talk on a con. And it was really cool. You could you could hold a, a virtual bag of popcorn. You could hold a virtual bag of some juice and throw it at the screen or a tomato. And, and that was something that I kept coming back to. This is almost like the equivalent of AOL chat. If you if you are of a certain amount of age, you under, you remember how exciting Yahoo chat and AOL chat was and how exciting chat rooms was. Back in the dollop days, where you could you could 
come into a chat room and meet people. And it was really exciting if you met somebody on the opposite sex in the chat rooms. And it was during that age and time where you really develop your skills on how to interact online with text. And that was so fast forward to now. Now you're beamed into a room. You're having that same experience of interest of meeting people and interacting with people from all over the world, but you're beamed into the same room. And it's it's like AOL chat all over again. Like it's almost like that same thrill, like, wow, I wonder what conversations what inter- so it's not only just text, you can move around this person. You can look at them in the face or, or as I like to do, I like to look in the face, say, have a look. Have a look. And I'm literally eyeball to eyeball with them. And some people laugh, some people say, uh, you know, but I have fun doing that. I like to get silly on this because in the real world, you can't get silly. And you could still get silly right now till, but that's the whole side of the point. So that's virtual reality. So I have this device called the Oculus Quest. You can hook it up to a computer. And if you have a strong enough gaming computer, you can even get more enhanced graphics. So, but let's talk about how that bridge into going into alt space now alt space spelled a-l-t-s-p-a-c-e alt space is a platform that's social it wasn't the first one and the best thing i can compare it to is vr chat but let's focus more on alt space alt space is a platform where you can visit different rooms and places it's, it's mainly a social app and it's probably the number one app i play on my oculus quest uh, if you want to go hanging out, most of the time you call a friend or two, but everybody's so busy now. While everybody was busy before COVID, I would go on here and you start to meet people. And then after a while, you start to recognize people. And then you start to have conversations with these people virtually. And then, oh, let's go hang out at this this park here. Let's go to this crazy built map. And what Allspace provided was a platform for people to come together and talk virtually you stay at home and you get to go out that way and this is i would call this like the nintendo era of virtual reality like i know where we're going with this i know how crazy it's going to get like i see it now and all space is like if you remember super mario brothers on nintendo and how exciting that was when it was happening and how primitive it was that's the same thing that's happening with alt space right now the graphics are still primitive. Some are actually pretty good, but the interaction, the way you connect, we're still we're still Super Mario Brothers right now. So I would spend time hanging out in this platform, talking to people of all cultures. You got black, white, Asian, Latino, maybe Native American, people from the UK, all over the world. And you're getting to know people. But the problem was, was that a lot of times there were certain small events that came on there and there, but some would interest me some would not however then i was like oh burning man's here all of a sudden burning man was here. i was like what uh, and, and then i had to go do some research on it and i found out that burning man obviously was canceled this year even though i wasn't really paying attention to it but it came to the platform where i was already hanging out and just kind of chilling and i would hop in and hop out and then maybe take a week off and come back in hop in hop out and now all of a sudden and there are a lot of rooms to go to a lot of places to go to multiverses to go to these universes that's why they call it the multiverse these places that you could go to to 
visit. There were events. It was almost as though you were at a convention. Now, if you remember conventions, conventions are places where like there's conventions like for for drift cars or, or sports cars. There's conventions for construction where people who have the same interests come together around a certain interest. But you're doing it in the physical realm in these large buildings like the Georgia World Congress Center, which I'm not too far away from. And now that same concept has been digitized. And now you have all these rooms. And what's interesting is, is that for the first time in all space, I saw like a human being superimposed into the virtual realm where everybody could watch and see him talk. And I believe the human being that was talking could look at the people in the chat room. And you're, it's like you're right there at a real convention. They were doing they were doing it before alt, uh, Burning Man came to alt space. But... This took it to a whole new level because now you had a handful of rooms. Now it's like, shoot, I don't even know where to go. And it's almost as though the, the influence of Allspace brought so many more creatives to the platforms. And now it's like the world you could go to are, are, are limited. And there's like some really skilled people. Like before Burning Man, in my experience, before Burning Man, most people would take like a preset world and then kind of slap some pictures on it, which was cool. But now it's like you got designers coming in doing art in 3D. And what's interesting is it's like now... The art form is not where you go to a gallery and look at art, but now you are walking through it. You're flying through the art pieces that they created. And it was totally an interesting experience, something different. And it even had museums. And I automatically knew what to do. Okay, there's a museum, so there's probably pictures that you walk through to see in the museum. Just the same thing you would do in real life. So I'm walking through, and I'm seeing all these pictures and things inside these museums i'm seeing structures that would never be erected in real life or when i engage with other artists and creatives who were creating content on that platform through burning man and i was talking to them it's like yeah this is something that i would have had built in real life dang if burning man had happened in real life this structure would have been built this structure would have been built it would have been something that Wow, you really, y'all really, you really, you really built that? And this culminates back into what Burning Man was about because after a while, these really highly advanced rooms that were designed, I encountered some things that I never thought I would encounter. So there's this one space, I don't remember the name of it, but you walk in and you're like inside this pyramid and the pyramid is lit, the walls are solid, let me tell you something. It was somebody's presentation called Sanskar or something. It was some some psychedelic stuff. I'll be honest with you. It was some psychedelic stuff. I'm like, whoa, what is going on here? The lights dimmed in the room and the pyramid suddenly became transparent and you could see the ceiling. And then next thing you notice, there is a video. The sky is now a projector screen showing a video of somebody's art piece. And, and you literally look up physically and you're seeing this, this whole thing happening above your head after you were just hearing somebody doing a presentation. It was some next level stuff. And you're hearing this music. You're looking at the sky like, okay. And, and on top of that, there were some buffering issues. But that's how that's how crazy it got. Like I, I didn't even know all space could do that. I didn't even know people could program things to do it like that. And then for you to be inside of it in 3D, it's not like you're watching TV, like you are there. 
and then you're looking at other people and as the video was playing around i would look around at the other people that were in the 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 area and i'm watching them and they're all looking up and you see their heads turning just the same way as you would see people looking at fireworks if you were to stop looking at the fireworks and you, and you take time to observe the people looking at the fireworks you will also see them look up and be amazed and I thought that was pretty cool. It, it was like, dang, what y'all trying to teach us here? Because Burning Man, the event, they get a little deep with it. And it's a little controversial, in my opinion, coming from a conservative Christian background. Where it gets it gets a little, it gets, they get, you know, they're, they're, they're almost like blending a lot of stuff. There's a lot of people with different belief systems. So it's not an exclusionary thing. So if you believe one way. And if some another person believes another way, you know, it's about coming together and being accepting of all that. And sometimes that could be a little controversial for some people. And so as I was exploring different places, they had this thing, they had this structure, okay? It was a wooden structure, it was a temple. And there was a temple guardian at this temple. I went to one of the rooms. And as you beam in, you're in the middle of the desert, or the playa, as they call it. And there's this wooden structure, triangular in shape. And if you look closer to the structure, you'll see different wood pieces on there. And those wood pieces on there were set to burn. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm talking to this guardian that was here. And it's like, yes, yeah, so what's happening is if this happened in real life, the story is this. If this was built in real life, what they do is they build a structure and if there's something you need to let go, you either write it on the structure or you attach a picture or something to the structure. And then at the end of the event, the whole thing is burned. And I can relate to this because that <laughs> in my younger years, I was definitely um, in a situation where I took, I had pictures, rare pictures that I'll never see again. And it's probably good I don't have them again. But there are some people, there's an individual I need to let go of. And so during that time when I realized that, I had a fireplace. And what did I do? I took the picture and I burned it. It was like almost some soap opera stuff. But that was symbolic of letting go. So now I'm seeing this in the 3d realm and what's also interesting and i didn't get a chance to do it but then you could go to a website and upload something or you could upload some text of and talk about the broken relationship you have or, or a broken experience or hurt and you could take that and, and and upload it to this website and as the virtual temple is burned down or the data that the that the temple rests on is destroyed so also is the text and pictures that people uploaded to the site like literally they are taking the drive and physically destroying the drive which symbolizes the destruction of the structure in which you projected whatever it is you're trying to let go on there i'm like really y'all doing it like that but this is this is what's happening this is this is this is what's going on. So, and I'm experiencing all this in VR, and like I said, I'm learning this by talking to people in that realm. I actually broadcast a lot of my stuff on Twitch. Well, not a lot, but I'm starting to. 
but that literally was shown and talked to me or, or shared with me. And it was also interesting is where it got kind of a little deep and spiritual, or at least I've seen it being spiritual for people is when we were at another place. It was that same pyramid where that, that ceiling was projected. There were people there and there was a host and the host was asking, Hey, is there something that you want to leave at the temple? And it's a room full of people. Like just imagine like a, it was a sanctuary, but it really was a tree coming out of the water. There's a host there. And people were talking about a lot of serious situations. We're talking about loss. We're talking about death. We're talking about health issues. And so what first appeared to be a kind of a playful platform, all space became a real, like a very real situation. And it just really shows you that there are real people behind these avatars. Avatars are the characters that you see in front of you that represent the persons that's controlling that character. There are people crying about their loss. There were people that were, I was like, man, there are people, it just, I, I could just sit there and watch like, and I had some, I had some pain too. I've been through some things too, but I'm like, wow. And what's interesting is that the avatars are, are there, they're coming around. They're showing symbolic uh, signs of affection and support by hitting an icon and these hearts would come up above them, these signals. And they are really talking about some things that were seriously been through. And and people are and and some people say no, it's all right, it's gonna be all right. I'm like, wait, and I and, and I did, I did I did not expect it to get that deep. I did not expect it to get so so serious, but it did. And then, by a certain time, this was yesterday, but by a certain time. You could all we all the people. It was like thousands of people, and they had to split the rooms up. But then they actually did physically burn a temple. It was in a, it was well, it was a a virtual representation of it. However, they did burn things in real life, which I I don't know all the details of. But they did um, burn burn something, and or they did destroy. They did destroy something. And that was the culmination. After the burning man was 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 culmination. After the burning took place, it was like wow. And then people moved on. But I, I did I wasn't expecting that type of experience in the virtual realm. I wasn't expecting that type of situation. And um you know, moving forward from that, I'm like, this this is where it's going. This is how we're going to have church. This will even be our church on this platform. Like, literally, you can go to a church and talk to a pastor. And they're going to give you a sermon and everything on this platform. Now, there isn't a lot of black folks on this platform yet, but they'll come wait till we get on there. And people ain't going to know how to act. People ain't going to know how to act. Heck, I don't even know how to act sometimes. But I'm I'm much more open culturally than a lot of people I know, so I'm a little I'm a little I'm a little cut from a little bit of a different cloth. However, it was a very um, interesting experience. But I'm thinking about that. I mean, this is the future of conventions. This if if you don't know what the future is, this is the future right here. Why well, wouldn't if if you can get the information, if you can meet people, 
get the information from the expert that you want to go see at a convention virtually. Now, there goes the hotel room. There goes the cost of the plane. There goes the cost of the rental car. There goes the, 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 the issues of, of a late flight, of a missed flight, missing luggage. Now, at, we're, not at the, we're not at the place of where I can re, uh, replace a real experience of going to a convention because I think going to conventions and meeting people with the same interest is awesome. And it's something I personally wish I was introduced to more earlier in life. Uh, my dad would take me to construction conventions, but that was what he was supposed to do. That was that was the um, and 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 but and the the context. I didn't. I, I never even got the context. It's like okay, well, this is cool. I like house stuff. This is cool. I like seeing things as a child. As a child, as a young man, yeah, this is cool. Construction bill. Okay, are we buying this stuff? What's what's going? I didn't know. There are there's a lot of things that weren't really explained. But what about conventions for video games? The conventions for video games was held over in California all the time, especially growing up as a child. There was no way I had access to that. And even as a adult, I didn't really have a lot of money to travel, let alone have the right circle to say, hey, yeah, man, let's go do that. And sometimes I struggle with that. I really wish I had more of that. And I had some. I had some. Uh, it could be coming from a financial. I think it mostly comes from a financial situation. I think if the money was there and the culture was there in my circle, then I would go. Or I would have gone to more things more often. But I think that the gathering and information, this is, like I said, I think this is the future. We're just not, it's not going to replace it by a long shot for a long time. But I believe it can. Let it become real enough. Let it become seamless enough. Let it become interactive enough. There's still a high price point to get into VR. The Oculus Quest starts at 399 And if you're not a fan of technology and you're, you're a casual user of technology, you may can justify that $1,000 phone you have in your pocket. But this, this VR device, that, uh, uh, you're not, you might not be ready to take that plunge quite yet. But that was my experience with Burning Man. That was my experience with all of this. There's definitely more articles coming in with Burning Man talking about people are burning stuff and being selfish. We're still in we're still trying to we're still in the tell end phases of COVID. I hope that could be a whole nother episode by itself. But I think it was a really cool experience and I just wanted to share that with you. I hope that this sort of demystifies what all space is, what Burning Man is, what the future of spirituality is. Because it's just they got spiritual with it. I mean people are praying okay. So is this what we're doing with the mega churches? How are we doing this? Where are we going? Are people really trying to come back and deal with that long lying at the parking lot to get to see pastors such and such? Is that what we're doing? I don't know. But yeah, that's my experience with it. I thought I'd share with that. I thought it was really cool. Please leave me some feedback. Please take a time to let me know what part of this podcast interests you the most or if it was burning, boring and you had to turn it off. Don't just tell me I did a good job. Take some time to, to digest what I said in this and tell me what mattered most to you in this podcast that interests you the most. That will really show me that you're really paying attention to what I'm saying here. I'm trying this out. I am probably will do this 30 times. I'm going to try it out. 
This is this is me trying things. <laughs> All right. So with that, thank you guys so much for watching. I'm Dilio. Be sure to check out my YouTube channels, Dilly Gang. Have a look, music for kids. I have Instagram at Dilio T2K. And I also have music on Spotify. Just search for Dilio, D-I-L-L-I-O, and you will find my music there. Alrighty, guys. Y'all have a great afternoon. And I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Red Herb Podcast. Thank you.